0: This Sunday at Mass, are you going to be a paper towel, notebook paper, or wax paper? Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. This weekend at every Catholic Mass around the world, the priest or bishop is going to consecrate regular bread and wine. And it will be transformed into the body and blood of Christ. It's going to work. It's going to take place. It's going to be real. The priest is going to do his job by celebrating Mass correctly. And Jesus is certainly going to do his job, hold up his end of the bargain, and be truly present body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Blessed Sacrament. So the priest's job, done. God's job, done. My job, well, what is my job? Is it just showing up? Well, it's an obligation, of course, to show up. It's not an obligation to receive the Eucharist at Mass every week. But if we're in a state of grace, why wouldn't we? It's seriously the best possible gift to get supernatural life into our souls. Church law says we have to receive at least once a year during the Easter season. And of course we can't receive holy communion if we're in a state of grave sin. That would do more harm than good. The Bible's clear about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And of course we pray and offer sacrifices, but is there something more at play besides showing up, receiving the Eucharist and praying? When I was in high school, at least twice a week at lunch, Somebody would spill a drink all over the lunch table. It would get all over everyone's math homework. Now, you may be wondering, why is your math homework out during lunch? And the answer is, because math class directly followed lunch. And it's not like we did our homework the night before. We did it 10 minutes before it was due. That is, until we found out that homework counted for a very small percentage of the final grade, So eventually, my friends and I, we just stopped doing homework altogether and got zeros on all the homework, but still got A's on all the tests, resulting in a grade of B for every quarter of calculus. And we were all fine with that arrangement. But anyways, undoubtedly, somebody would be acting goofy and spill something all over the table. And since our notebooks were already out, we would just rip out some notebook paper and lay it on the puddle. Here's the thing about notebook paper, though. It's not designed to pick up liquids. But I mean, it picks up a little bit. It's just so thin it can't hold much. So we'd rip out another piece of notebook paper and lay that down, too. But it never worked out that well. Now, what would have been better, of course, if we weren't lazy, we would have gotten up and go ask the cafeteria staff for some paper towels. That's a different kind of paper. It soaks up real well. You got your Brawny and your Bounty and your Scott. And for my Costco colleagues, we've got Kirkland. It's almost like soaking up liquids is what paper towels were born to do. That's how they were designed. So first, we got notebook paper. Not that good. Second, we got paper towels. Really, really good. But now think of a third type of paper. Wax paper. Wax paper is no good for picking up liquids, not at all. In fact, if you drip a drop of water on wax paper and then pick it up, the drop will run right off. Wax paper is a repellent for water, right? So these three kinds of paper lie along a spectrum of absorbency. Wax paper, not absorbent at all. Notebook paper absorbs a little, but not much. Paper towels, soak it right up. They can handle a lot. They're ready for it. It's what they're made for. This weekend, if there's going to be 600 people in our church, then there will be 600 different levels of absorbency to the living water. The living water. In John chapter 7, Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the living water that will flow through those who believe in him. Each person who sits in a pew has a different level of absorbency or receptivity to divine grace. How do I know this? Check this out. The Catechism puts it very simply. In paragraph 1128, it says, the fruits of the sacraments also depend on the disposition of the one who receives them. The fruits of the sacraments we receive depend upon our disposition. So, are we disposed? Are we well disposed? How receptive am I going to be? How absorbent am I? Like I said earlier, God shows up. God offers the grace. And though we receive the Eucharist, are we receiving all the grace that could come with the Eucharist? Sacraments are not automatic. They're not magic. It's not a magic pill. Elsewhere in the Catechism, paragraph 2111, it says, It's possible for us to be superstitious when it comes to the sacraments. Treat them like a vending machine. Push button, get grace. No, it is not like that. Because God is not a machine. God is a person, a divine person. And if God's a person, and I'm a person, then there's going to be give and take in our relationship, just like all relationships between persons. Relationships are not automatic like vending machines. Relationships involve presence, intention, desire. Imagine a brilliant teacher giving a lecture. Just because a student sits in the class doesn't mean he will learn. Even if the student sits in the class and listens, it still doesn't mean he or she will learn. They have to want to learn. The teacher is up there teaching no matter what, no matter who shows up or who's listening. But it's up to each student to learn. So God shows up at Mass and offers grace every time, putting it out there. And even if we show up and sit in the pew, even if we go further and receive the Eucharist, that's not the end of the story. The other dynamic at play is our receptivity, our absorbency, our disposition. There's an objective element and a subjective element. God takes care of the objective part. Our Lord is objectively present, truly there, really offering us grace. No doubt. God keeps promises. And then we show up with our subjective part. Because every person is different. We have different levels of faith different amounts of knowledge. Some pray more, some people pray less. One person prepares for Mass more than another. Another one lets their mind wander everywhere during Mass and doesn't even try to focus. Some folks haven't been to confession in months or years. Others went the day before, on Saturday afternoon. So the house of their soul is immaculately clean and welcoming. With these factors and more, you can see how in a church of 600 people, there are 600 different levels of receptivity to God's grace. St. Thomas Aquinas puts it like this, whatever is received is received according to the mode of the receiver. Whatever is received is received according to the mode of the receiver. You know the beautiful thing? you are in charge of your disposition. You are in control of your level of absorbency. If you're somewhere in the middle of the spectrum, in your notebook paper right now, you can change that. Prepare for Mass. Reflect on the readings ahead of time. Show up early, get on your knees, and pray the very biblical prayer, Lord, increase our faith. Say it right to God's beautiful, invisible face. I believe in you. I believe you are here in the blessed sacrament, and I want you to come into my soul and be one with me. Come deep into my heart and transform me from the inside out. If you are wax paper, you can change that. You can receive the sacrament of reconciliation, and you'll be a sham wow. Hold 20 times its own weight. You'll be saying wow every time. If you feel like you're in the same place spiritually as you were a year ago or five years ago, then there's a lot you can do. Desire the growth. If you didn't perform any additional spiritual activities than you currently do, and you just worked on your disposition, you would make progress. So continue receiving what you're already receiving, but be more absorbent, and you will see the fruits. All right, if this podcast is worth listening to, then share it on social media. You have no excuse, unless you don't have social media, in which case you have a pretty good excuse. But if you do have social media, you got to share this stuff so other people can hear it if you think it's worth hearing. What kind of paper will you be this Sunday? We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great pray for us